everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to George Niang of the Utah Jazz coming up here momentarily. George's interview brought to you by Cypress Credit Union with the lowest fees and quickest keys. Cypress has the home loan product that is perfect for you. Visit any Cypress branch or visit cypresscu.com for details. And eager to talk to uh, to George Gordon, see how he's doing, what kind of you know it's like to have a season abruptly end like this. But I I um, you know I've got some sympathy for George because this was you know your definition of breakout year could vary I guess. But I mean he played his way into an important role on this Jazz team, and that's got to be hard for that just to come to an end. Well, it's hard for anybody who's having a good year, uh, but to, to, to be making an advance like you were talking about, man, it's just like, I don't know, it's uh, it's frustrating, I think it would be the word. Yeah, certainly uh, would be frustrating, and I, I want to find out what that night was like for him there in Oklahoma City. We we, uh, we talked to Locke about it yesterday. We've talked to Bowler about his experience, and I wonder what it was. Uh, this will be a chance. I know Joe Ingles has talked about it with DJ and PK, but a chance to get kind of his first-person account of what that night was like and uh, from, from his perspective. Yeah, and I think everyone's interested to know more about uh, what took place and, like you were talking about, what how are these guys spending their times their time now, are they able to stay in shape? Or Didn't Locke say yesterday when we were talking to him he thought it was impossible? I'm sorry if I'm attributing the wrong thing to, to David, but we were talking with someone that was saying these guys cannot stay in shape the way they typically are in a season. And I don't know, I mean, can't it seems to me like if they have access to some 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 workout equipment at home, then they would be able to at least mitigate that a tad bit, wouldn't you think? Well, mitigate is kind of a broad word. I, I would think so. But NBA shape, Gordon, you know, that's a different level. We've talked about that a lot. So is it okay for these guys to go on run around, the, around wherever, or is that taboo these days? I don't know. Well, why don't you uh, ask George yourself, Gordon? Let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or a Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Of course, he plays for the Utah Jazz. He's George Niang with us here on the Big Show. George, how are you? How's your family? Everybody doing okay? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? My family's uh, safe and sound, and everybody's good. We're just all trying to do our part to make this community a little better of a place. George, what are you doing to to stay mentally sharp? I mean, you've always been kind of a cerebral guy who is, has other interests other than basketball. Are you reading books? You watching movies? What are you doing? Um, well, uh, first couple of days I didn't know what to do, so I was watching a lot of movies. Um, as you know, I like to eat, um, so I was doing some of that. But uh, no, I've gotten into reading books, and we actually have been doing like a virtual uh, workout. Um, uh, over like FaceTime and all of our guys have been working out together so it's been really good for us George take us through that night of the Oklahoma City game where really it, it, it feels like the world kind of changed around that one event but take us through what it was like from your perspective and maybe your thoughts and feelings as you were going through something that was truly unique 
it was just emotional. It was emotionally draining. Uh, you know, at first you don't really know what the coronavirus is, and you and you honestly are nervous and scared. You're surprised that you know someone so close to you has it, and then uh, you kind of just realize that you know you you kind of have to take the necessary steps to keep yourself safe and everybody else safe. So uh, you know, once we got tested and got everything you know, kind of figured out and what we needed to do, it, it became a lot easier, but I'm not going to lie. The first, uh, first couple hours were, you know, kind of nerve wracking, especially because we didn't know who had it. We didn't know who had been exposed. You're trying to think back how much contact did I have with the guys that were, um, you know, infected. And, uh, it really kind of drove us crazy, but I think, you know, with having so many days of not being able to do what we love, we are, extremely, you know, grateful and thankful for, you know, what we were able to do before this virus started. So I think we're all just trying to take the necessary steps to get back to, you know, being able to get out on the court. You guys, from all reports, you guys were as educated about this as any NBA team, right? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't say that because more and more comes out on the coronavirus each day. So, you could say that, you know, we were aware of what, you know, the coronavirus was out there, but I don't think we had known that, you know, you could lose, if you had loss of of sense of smell or, you know, a sense of taste, that that could be a symptom of, of having it. So um, I would say we were pretty well educated of what's going on and not exactly what corona was. George Niang is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, and George, we've talked to you before about your journey and, and playing your way into the league. And this season, you played your way into a really important role for this Jazz team, a, a playoff team, a really good team. How hard is it for you personally to have that just abruptly come to an end or, or be put on pause? I'm not going to lie to you. It, it's it's tough. And, you know, it's hard. Uh, you just have to commit to, you know, staying ready and, continuing to work so that, you know, when the day comes or we're back out on the court, you know, we can hit the ground running and, you know, make a push in the playoffs like we originally had viewed the season to go and, and, you know, really be ready to make a run in the playoffs. Uh, Cause I don't know what is going to happen with the regular season, but we just, when we're ready to, when the season is ready to be played, we have to be ready to play also. There's, nobody's going to, give us the excuse of that, you know, we were had to be quarantined or anything like that. We have to be ready to go. George, if this thing goes on for another two, three months, uh, how difficult to restart the engine then? Oh, man. Don't say two, three more months, please. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be pretty difficult. Um, not going to lie. That'd be really tough. But I think, um, you know, guys would work towards getting back to their uh, – their, I wouldn't say prime, but their good spot in the season so that they can, um, you know, progress forward. Because everybody has, uh, you know, aspirations of competing in the playoffs and winning a championship, and we definitely don't want to let this virus or what has happened with us take that away. George Niang is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You mentioned that the team is is staying in contact with one another, probably a lot like the rest of us through Zoom or FaceTime or, or what have you. How's the vibe with everybody? Is everybody keeping their head up? Yeah, no, everybody's great. You know, I think the first couple of days were hard. Um, but, you know, I think right now everybody's just 
excited um, to be able uh, to be doing, you know, uh, you know, work workouts with each other, and um, you know, just being able to um, kind of just communicate and get over the the first hump of being discouraged or upset um, uh, of what had happened um, that that day. And I think it's been huge for us, you know, to be able to communicate with each other. And I know I think the the group has done a great job of really telling each other we're going to get back, everything's going to be all right, especially the, the training staff. So, George, as you reflect back on what you've experienced thus far in the season up until two weeks ago, what identity has uh, formed around this team? How would you describe that? Um. You know, I think the identity that's torn around us is we're a team. You know, um, we may not have the most talent, um, but I think all together, you know, when we come together as one, we can be the most talented team. I think Coach has said this before, but the strength of the team is the team. And uh, if we continue to do things as a team, I I think it's tough for anybody to beat us. Um, You know, our downfall is, you know, some nights, you know, we – we don't, you know, bring our maximum, uh, I wouldn't say effort, but we don't max out what our team could do just because, you know, you have some off nights. But when we're playing and we're clicking on all cylinders and the ball's hopping and we're playing as a team and we have each other's back defensively, I think we're a really hard team to beat. George Neing with us from the Jazz, of course, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. George, we've talked to uh, David Locke and Craig Bullerjack and Kristen Kenny, uh, just, a, just a few who were kind of uh, there that night in Oklahoma City and, and went through it uh, with you guys. And they all, uh, to a person, said that Coach Quinn Snyder was a great leader through it all. And I, I believe that we find out new things about people that we, we even knew know well through unique circumstances like this. What did you learn about your coach? Um, you know, what, what I, I wouldn't say I learned anything because, I mean, he's just been a great leader since I've been here. Uh, I tell these pe- people a story all the time. He's just a relatable guy. and He just has a good pulse and sense of where the team is at and where it needs to be. And I think this is just another indication of that. He had been warning us about the coronavirus three weeks before. And, you know, just to get ready that this is going to affect us and we need to be ready to act on it and... I think the way he communicated with us after we all were in shock about what had happened was uh, huge. And he did a great job of being that leader and corralling us all together and coming up with a plan when the unknowns um, were out there. And it was just refreshing to have someone, you know, like him out there take the lead and kind of just direct us into where we needed to go. So, George, you talked earlier about uh, the vibe of the team being a positive one and trying to lift each other's spirits and whatnot. Now, you have a reputation as being kind of the funny man on the team. Is that is that right? Oh, I would like to say so. Uh, you know, I think I'm pretty uh, carefree, fun, and and just outgoing. I you know I like really like to enjoy myself and relax. Um, so that could you know loosen up the team because you know sometimes. In this hectic season, this hectic life, you know, some people take themselves and other things too seriously. So, you know, I always like to lighten the mood. 
You know, that's that's fascinating to me, that whole dynamic of a team. You spend so much time together. You're going to battle against uh, whatever the opponent is that night, and you're you're dealing maybe individually with whatever's going on in your life. How in the world do you keep all that in proper focus? Huh. Good question. I still don't think I have it all figured out. But, uh, you know, you just have to take it one day at a time, and uh, I think you just got to appreciate the little things. Once you can start, you know, appreciating the little things, I mean, life kind of gets a, a little bit easier. Uh, you know, the grind of the NBA season is probably the reason why, you know, we're paid what we're paid because it's not easy being away from your family, you know, traveling all the time and performing at a high level all the time. But at the end of the day, it's it's what we love to do. And, um, you know, I, I'm never going to forget basketball. Is I first started playing it because it was fun. And I'm never going to let anything or anyone take that joy from me. You mentioned you're reading some books, getting through this whole thing. What are you reading? Um, right now, I'm reading... Uh, I was reading The Power of Moments, but right now, I am reading The Talent Code. So, that is my go-to book uh, right about now. And... Um, I'm just, you know, enjoying it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm well, trying to enjoy it. 14 days isn't too bad, but when you started saying two or three months and trying to follow this routine, you're making me a little nervous. Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, just curious. <laughs> I think, you know, you can tell a lot about uh, something. Okay, good. Don't be, li- yeah. don't be lying to me now. No, 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 no. Just just curiosity. I, I love books. I'm a, I'm a book person, so just curious. Along those lines, George, uh, what's, uh, what, uh, if you were, if I were to ask you to list a couple of the best books you've ever read, what would you say? Um, what's the one uh, by uh, Phil Knight? The Nike one? Oh, yeah. Shoed, uh, Shoe Dog. That, yeah, that one was really good. Um, I've, the energy bus, uh, was good for me. I like to read motivational stuff. So the energy bus was, was one that I, uh, really enjoyed to read because it kind of like breaks things down and puts things into perspective and, you know, uh, and that's kind of what I like, you know, my life is kind of hectic and crazy at times. So when, you know, I can read a book that kind of, you know, slows things down and kind of breaks life down into smaller pieces and gives me more motivation to continue to work. I like that. A lot of our listeners uh, are looking for things to do during this time period. You said you were watching some movies. Do you have any recommendations on good entertainment for our listeners? I actually do. Um, Not only does Joe Ingles have a podcast, but I have a podcast. (laughs) It's called uh, The George Niang Drive-In Dish. I just finished my first episode with uh, Jordan Clarkson um, that should be airing, I think, uh, Tuesday. So, um, you know, a lot of people haven't really got to know Jordan from the inside. And um, I think it'd be great, uh, some great entertainment. You know, I'm a, I'm a funny guy. I'm a laid-back guy. So I'm kind of peeling back, you know, the shell on who people think some people are. And Jordan's a person that, you know, not too many people know. So... If you have a chance to, you know, really lock in and tune into that. I know um, a couple guests coming up will have Donovan on, and hopefully we can get, you know, the governor and uh, a couple of people on our training staff, you know, just to talk about 
the coronavirus and the steps that need to be taken going forward and what exactly we've all been doing. Do you get nervous, George, about opening up, letting people into who you are, how you think, what you do, what your preferences are, all that stuff? Uh, in the beginning, I used to, just because you didn't want to be judged, because so many people are allowed the ability to judge you, especially, you know, with, with social media, where it's kind of like Twitter has, anybody has a voice, and you can kind of see it. So at first I was, but, um, you know, I'm I'm just going to be me. And if people don't like that, then, you know, they'll have to find someone else to follow. But um, at the end of the day, all I can be is myself, and that's all I know how to be. So that's what I'm going to continue to do. Well, we'll uh, we'll definitely check it out, George. We'll send our listeners your way as well, and we appreciate you for jumping on with us today, man. Uh, thanks for doing it, and uh, stay healthy. Oh, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, George. George Niang from the Utah Jazz. Again, getting a podcast started. Keep an eye out at utahjazz.com or wherever you find great podcasts, of course. And uh, George, uh, he seems like he's he's keeping things upbeat during these times, which uh, you'd certainly expect. Yeah, and I, I think it's a great idea for him to have a podcast. You know, anything that sheds light on these guys' lives, I, I think is a positive. Now, sometimes he's right, though. You know, sometimes somebody might say something in a moment of either weakness or they're not really thinking completely clearly. And next thing you know, you got a bunch of people on, on Twitter or wherever else who are criticizing you for what you say. But I, I think so many people are interested in jazz players, how they think, what they do, who they really are, aside from what happens on the court, that uh, for him to give an opportunity for folks to get a glimpse at that is, is terrific. Yeah, I completely agree. So that that podcast, it's called uh, the George Niang Drive-In Dish, and will debut coming up on Tuesday, and his first episode is going to be with Jordan Clarkson. So big thanks to George for jumping on with us today. That was a lot of fun. We'll get that up online at 1280thezone.com. Coming up next, Gordon, we've got our Drops of the Day, which is quickly becoming my favorite segment, and I'm, I'm excited for my selection today. Have you given yours thought? You know what you're going to do? I have given it thought, but I'm still deciding. It, it depends on my mood, you know, because yesterday I was trying to do, be self-deprecating. Uh, and, and uh, you know, uh, today I, I may flip that switch a different direction. Oh, well, mine has nothing to do with you, so I'll, I'll give you oh, that good. hint. Yeah, I, you. I'm not, I am not taking shots today. I don't know uh, about Austin, but I am not. He almost sounds sanctimonious about that, Austin. Yeah, I, I'm worried myself i don't know oh nothing to worry about i think we'll all get a good laugh out of mine oh okay i just didn't know whether we needed to sharpen the knives uh toward you i always have mine sharpened yeah no austin's constantly i'm a good boy scout i'm prepared all right listen uh, listen to jake though he's like oh yeah well um you you two do whatever it is that you do but i as for me I will be uh, taking the in high my road. We, yeah. Oh, I, I'm just saying that because I don't want you to take a shot at me. I was just telling you. I'm saying, <laughs> okay. hey, I'm not going at you today. All right. All right that's all, right. all. That's all. I'm just playing defense, buddy. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Mine has to do with Utah State. How about that? Ooh. All, all right. right. Uh, big thanks again to George for jumping on with us. Uh, his conversation today brought to you by Cypress Credit Union with the lowest fees and quickest keys. Cypress has the home loan product that is perfect for you. Visit any Cypress branch or cypresscu.com for details. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gotta love this song, right, Gordo? Sure. Yeah, this is one of those ones you can't help but tap your toe. Ain't going it's to not, a disco, it, Gordon. Yeah, it's not my favorite of his, but it's okay. <laughs> what do you have to go with? It's okay. Enjoy the song, please. <laughs> it's okay. Well, no, but I like Why do so you have many to of his. Suck I all like the enjoyment so, out of it for me. Uh, well, <laughs> the only person I know that can ruin old time rock and roll. Gordon Monson. <laughs> Walking on sunshine and old time rock and roll. Unbelievably where, happy know, songs. No, hold on a second. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it wasn't one of my favorites. One hundred percent of the population likes those two songs, except for Gordon, who's like, meh. <laughs> I did, I it's okay. Say, it's all right. I didn't say I didn't like it. I Whatever. Just it it's no it. smoke on the water, Jake. It's no oh, Travis Tritt or whatever Gordon's listening to. These I, do, I do have from good source that Gordon was supposed to go to the Zach Brown concert tonight, so maybe he's feeling a little down about that. Yes, I was. Zach Brown, uh, is that is he with Reba? <laughs> is he touring with Reba? Is he really? I don't know. I'm asking. Beats me. I know Zach was going to play. Haven't you been to like nine Zach, Con- Zach Brown concerts, though, already? Yeah, yeah, I have. And I've only been How many toes in the once. sand can you sit through? I don't know. He's an excellent musician, as is his band. He's got a fiddle player in that group that can really, really tear it up. Doesn't Conway Twitty travel with them now? <laughs> no, that's Merle Haggard. Uh, is Merle still with us? I believe Merle is still with us, yeah. All right, it's time for our drops of the day, Gordon. Uh, and this is a segment we're doing just to have a little fun uh, with basically throughout this entire ordeal where we don't have sports. You, Austin, and myself, we all select one drop or bit of our you know our favorites that we want to play. Sometimes it gets a little vindictive, you know, we pick uh, well you went after austin with the with uh with jeff griffin the other day which i thought was was boy you you took it to a 10 right out of the gate barely waited for the gate to open i know and just went well, right at austin i went after myself too yesterday you did. yesterday you did yeah, yeah. so see it can it can get a so little what's missing what's missing from this I haven't gone after Jake yet. Oh, is, is today that day? I believe it's Austin's turn to start. So, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Austin, uh, start us off. What are we doing? Now, uh, I'm going to plead that I did not fully choose this alone. Mario on Twitter uh, asked, nay begged, as he requested for this to be the daily drop. And whenever someone wants to hear this, there's only one response, and that is a hearty, absolutely the hell yes. <laughs> So all the babies in the place with style and grace Allow me to lace these lyrical rhymes in your spines Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies The back of the club is sipping my way And where you'll find me no need to be greedy. I got mad friends with Benzes. See notes by the layers to the life. Blairs, jump in the rover and come on over. Tell your friends, jump in the GS3. I got the stuff by the tree. I think I'm off again. I love it when you call me Big Papa. I love it when you call me Big Papa. I love it when you call me Big, Big, Big Papa. Mm. Any thoughts there, Gordon? MC Godfather? Just astounded. Just astounded. (laughs) At what? 
the guts that it takes to do that. To do that? Okay. I, I could be a As Billy Packer that. would say, onions! Yeah, you put yourself out there, Gordon. I'm proud of you. Wait, that wasn't Billy Packer. Uh, no, that's... Um, that's oh, uh, Rafferty. Bill Rafferty. Yeah, that's my yeah. idea. Uh, yeah, that that takes guts to do something like that, Gordon. I, I think we're we're all proud of you. Uh, proud is not quite the word, but uh, well, it, it wasn't did good. So, I mean, what what <laughs> word are you are you looking for? What didn't I do it? Didn't I do a rap that one time? An original rap? Uh, oh yes, Austin. If you if you want to, <laughs> now I was holding the Halliburton back for when I need it. But if you'd like, <laughs> wait, is this splat 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 or is this something? Oh else? no 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 no, no. this was. Well, can I vote that I don't think we need to hear it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was it bad? Was it bad? I can't remember. <laughs> How bad was it? It was, no way, it was original. There's no way it was good. I do remember you came in here at about two fifty nine and said, "We got to put this together," and uh, we we threw it together. And, uh, G- give me, give me just a little. Uh, no, uh, no, maybe tomorrow. One drop a day. That's one, all. That just, is the rule. I can't remember. I was going to cut it off if it was that horrid. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> well, do no you want that to be your selection for today? No, 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 no. I have something else. I think uh, you get a back cleanup today. I think I'm I'm second. Okay. And <clears throat> I'm not going at you, Gordon, or I'm not. Cleanup. I'm also not I, going I'd at Austin. Th- I'd be in the third hole, wouldn't I? Well, whatever. You. Right. Thank you for that clarification. I think you understood <laughs> what I was getting. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was entirely necessary. Let's see, one, two, three, four, yeah. uh, So this is kind of how my my thought process went on this one, Gordon. I was thinking, like, I haven't heard the not in the afternoon anymore uh, during Broncos Mm -hmm. press conference. I haven't heard that in a a long time. But then again, I thought, I don't just want that drop. I want the whole thing. And then I thought, you know what? Is that the best? It's not in the afternoons anymore. Is that the best old man complaining moment that we've had? Or is it, which is my selection today, Gordon, have you ever heard this? This happened at a Utah State coaches show with Coach Durier, I believe. Have you heard this about the, the, the fan who asked a question about the arena being cold? I, I don't think I've heard it. Oh, you're going to love this. All right, get a load of this. This happened at a Utah State basketball coaches show. Coach, I'm going to ask the dumbest question ever asked of a head coach. <laughs> And that is, what is the temperature on the playing floor? What does it have to be? Uh, today in practice, it was about uh, 62 degrees. But um, there is not a, a minimum temperature that an arena or a, a basketball facility has to be. Um, you know, it varies a lot, really. And, and you know, we played at uh, Portland State in the old Memorial Coliseum when we were in Portland where the Blazers used to play. Well, now it's a hockey arena. And so it was really cold in there. Uh, and the, the, the coolness comes up through the floor. You can feel it on your feet. And um, uh, very drafty. You know, the spectrum. So, and then we went to Valpo right after that, and it was really, really warm in that yeah. gym. Uh, very warm, if you remember that, yep. Scott. And and so it's a basketball. It, I know it's an indoor sport, but it's kind of a hodgepodge what you get depending on size of arena, size of crowd, um, different uses for the arena. 
but uh, as a basketball player, you always want it. Uh, you always want it really warm, or I did when I was a player anyway. But you know, we went to Uruguay this summer to recruit Spencer and I did, and they were playing the America Cup, uh, which the United States ended up winning. And that arena, and it's it's winter in Uruguay, right? Or, or it was when we went there, and. Uh, that arena was as cold as as you could possibly. I mean, they, they had the doors were open and it was cold outside, and all the fans looked like they were at a football game, dressed turtlenecks, coats, everything else, and and we were playing basketball, and and uh, so it's it, it varies no matter where you go. It probably doesn't vary as much at the NBA level where everything's a little more. Um, you know, homogenized, yeah. I guess is the word. But in, in, in college, you get all, you know, you get all kinds. If you want to be cold, come to Section Q. Section Q. Yeah, and uh, we will uh, let you have one of our coats that we bring because it's colder up there than it was at any football game <laughs> this year. You're right underneath a vent or something up there. Huh? They open up the doors, it blows in on you. Uh, well, you should t- come up to Section Q sometime. <laughs> if you no want to be cold, come to Section Q. Section Q. Yeah, and uh, we will uh, let you have one of our coats. One of our coats. What, what was his name? <laughs> Who, the random fan? I don't yeah. know. How do we know his name? Charles oh, Aggie. Hey, man, I'm going to back him. I, I, nobody wants to go to a basketball game and be cold. Nobody goes to a coach's show to complain about being cold at the games. Uh, there coach, I thought, wait a minute, I thought it was an interesting question. You go to Cafe never, Sabor, and he, uh, and he goes, hey, coach, what's the temperature on the floor? And you think like, oh, okay. And then Coach Durier gives him an insightful answer about how it varies. Every and arena he's ever coached in. The yeah. only reason the guy asked in the first place was to complain about being cold well, at the game. Well, if you know the superintendent's phone number, would you let him know uh, Section Q is a little cold like there. coach durier has anything to do with that it, but i thought it was an interesting question is it uh, no. i didn't know i didn't know no. if there was a don't a ruin standard, this i, I, I don't know if there was a standard temperature that, that the arena needed to be because like durier said there it, players want to lather up a little bit they want to be they want to feel warm and comfortable. They don't want he to was feel asking about draft. himself. He wasn't asking about the players. He was the asking if they could turn up the heat. Coach. <laughs> He's asking if they can you crank it up a little bit, Coach. We're cold in Section Q. And he's asking this at a coach's show? I have no defending, problem with You're it. defending him? Yes. Of course, you who complains about being cold via column twice a year is just defending <laughs> this guy. I did it once. A year. No. <laughs> no, I did it once. Once at the uh, RSL I'm game, twice you. at the RSL game, and once at the Oregon game. Uh, well, that, whoever that caller was, Laverne or whoever, I mean, uh, whatever. I can't right? believe no, no, that's the thing. He, he didn't call in. He drove into the he place. Was there. Just to ask this just question. Just to complain about being cold at the game. What's the matter with that? What do you mean, what's the matter with it's that? Very he, old he, man. he doesn't have access to anybody else. He doesn't know who the building superintendent is. So he had an opportunity to ask somebody who might have some influence but over that. This isn't a city council meeting. This coach's show. And you know what? Deal with it. Deal with it, Section Q. Just deal with it. So you're wearing a coat at a game. Who cares? You're at the game. Just deal he's with paying, it. What do you mean? He's paying his good hard-earned money 
for that. He shouldn't have to be all bundled up. You know, it'd be like a, a fan going It's not to, like he didn't wear a coat to the arena in the first place, though. This yeah, but you want to take it off and kick back and relax it's, a little it, bit. What, you uh, know what? He said it's colder than any football game. And up in Logan, that's saying something. You know, Coach... Section Q sounds like... I don't know, what is that, Antarctica up there? The 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 traffic manager in the parking lot doesn't take a, a proper uh, alternating uh, direction emptying the parking lot, and I just end up sitting there for an extra 15 minutes. What are you going to do about that, Tim? Coach Durier, what are you going to do about that? Huh? It's colder up there than it was at any football game this year. I might as well walk to the game. How did he ask that original question? How did, how did he word that? Because said it was the it, dumbest question he was ever here. No, I, I mean, after that. Then he said, how do you ask Coach, it? I'm going to ask the dumbest question ever asked of a head coach. <laughs> and he's right. And that is, what is the temperature on the playing floor? What does it have to be? See, that's a good question. He's not asking because he's curious about the answer. He's asking to complain he's, he's, about being he's, cold. He's wondering if Coach Durier would say, well, it's got to be cold because they're going to sweat a lot. <laughs> right. That and then he'd say, oh, well, then I'll put my coat on. Yeah, but no, he he's telling, he's asking, Coach, turn up the heat. He's saying, well, is there a reason for okay, this to be an ice box? you got to admit, the original question was pretty good. But that's Nay. Not, he didn't want to know the answer. He wanted the coach to turn up the heat. And well, during be, the five and a half true. minute answer, this well, man was there folding his hands together going, I've got him. I've okay, got well, him here. Come and, on and, up to uh, Section I, Q. I, I, well, I don't really care about, I don't care about Section Q, but I do. I thought it was interesting to know because some buildings are definitely colder than others. And I think in order to get your optimum play on the court, then it, 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 the building should be a certain temperature. But that's not what he wanted to know. I know, I know, but well, I, I feel for him too, because he's paying good hard money to sit up there and he doesn't want to freeze his, his carcass off. Hey guys, guys, it's a little cold up here in Section Q. What are we going to do about it? I know the coach's show is on Tuesday. If you want to be cold, come to Section Q because it's colder up there than it was at any football game this year. Oh, that's a thing of beauty. I don't know why you guys. And that's are it for uh, the coach's show this week. Oh, that, is, that was that was perfect. That was. Want to thank Cafe oh, Samar? I'm just dying over here, especially since, of course, you're defending him. Of course, you're I'm defending, defending him. him. Go to Cafe Why Samar. Why would you defend Go. him? Tim, can you turn up the heat? Yeah. You guys, do you guys are you are you boiler heating that building or do you have a furnace or or what? Can we can we get something going? Because well, Section Tim, Q is brutal. Tim was on his side because he likes it hot in the building. You know. Scotty probably likes it a little cooler. You know, I don't know. I, I, I've heard Scotty likes the cooler temperature. Oh, no. I, I, I would like it warm, too. I, I don't want to go to a basketball game and feel like I'm at a football game. Okay, I've got a column idea for you, Gordon. Next uh, basketball season, <laughs> let's hope it, it comes sooner rather than later. I want you to go up there to the Spectrum, and why don't you take a seat in Section Q? <laughs> well, if I do, I'm going to bring my parka. <laughs> want to hammer out a column about how cold Section Q is at the Spectrum and how you're outraged because somebody needs to do something about it. So when the Aggies, uh, you know, shoot uh, 30% from the floor that night, I'll say it's as though they were in Section Q. Otter pops. Yeah. Section Q. Hey, listen to you. Why can't someone complain about that? 
At the coach's I, show? I think, I think he, that was craftfully done on his part. So send an email he, to somebody. And when will the concession stand start serving <laughs> soup, sir? They ran out of popcorn at the last game. Tim, what are you going to do about it? You guys are a couple of young bucks who are just ripping on the old feller because no, he wants to you, be comfortable. It, with his the age game. has nothing to do with it. You can't go to a coach's show to complain about your section being cold. That's not that's not acceptable, acceptable behavior for was, any age of person. Jake, there was duality to his question. He covered both ends of it. I thought it was well done. Don't come um, here once every two years and be asking me about the temperature uh, in the building. Oh man! Oh jeez! All right. I, I, I don't know which was funnier, this or that. that right? That would have been that would have been a great post game question when the Aggies are shooting. Lousy. Okay. Uh, you know? No. Here's, here's How, the. Were you, did, the, did, the did the temperature in the building affect your your lousy shooting tonight? Uh, I next live sporting event that you cover, Gordon, and again, hopefully that comes sooner rather than later. I want you to go to the press conference. Let's just say it's a jazz press conference, right? <laughs> uh, and Quinn Snyder's getting ready to take some questions. I want your question to be. So, Coach, um, they've got us at the media platform at the top of the lower bowl. And i got to tell you, I there's a draft or something. But, man, it was cold up there. Uh, what, what, what are you going to do about that? No, but that's what, that's what Vern or whatever his name was. That was the beauty of his question. He crafted it so that it did apply to the game itself. No, it didn't. It did. It What's the temperature on the Q? floor? Vern's got and too Dur- much time. But Dur- Vern's not asking because he's curious. He's asking if he's going, Coach, is there a reason that I'm cold every game? <laughs> I understand that. But he, he asked it in a fashion where he could get to his point eventually. But the first question affects the, the way guys play. So you're, you When they be- were down there in Uruguay or wherever they were playing in that, in that drafty building – the team probably played like crap. You can't play basketball in in, in your underwear, essentially. He didn't with, care about with, that. With, with he didn't care about that answer. Degree, 43 he, degrees in the building. He Come cared on. about Section Q. And by the way, you can't, just because you disguise yourself serving question appropriately, <laughs> doesn't mean you could drive over to Cafe Sabor to complain about your drafty seats. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I well, think while eating free chips and salsa. You're, you guys aren't giving this guy enough credit. Oh, man. All right. It's your turn. I, I can't believe this one was that controversial. I actually thought you'd laugh. You identified with the guy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And, Jake, you deserve this. I think we need to hear Jake uh, having a, a bulging problem. Oh, come on. Matt Harpering will not travel with the team and had his MRI revealed degeneration of a joint in his spine and a slightly bulging a disc in his back. Mine was better. <laughs> oh no, no! That's about as good a faux pas as I've ever heard on the radio. Yeah, that's about as embarrassing. Coach, as well, I've uh, been. The, the temperature of the floor uh, caused bulging discs. Is that something <laughs> that happens? The only thing I've heard anybody ask that even compared to your bulging, bulging thing was uh, when PK asked Steve Cleveland when he said, "Coach, you've had great sex, uh, he's, success." He said success at home was the whole thing. He said, you've had great sex at home. Okay. Yeah. He was aiming for success. Mm-hmm. Do we have that one? No, because that happened a zillion years ago. Okay. And we didn't, All right. we didn't play that one repeatedly like uh, San Bernardino. 
the, well, my point is that everybody screws up somewhere along the way, and uh, your your bulging your bulging uh, thing there was uh, was along those lines. Next time I'm feeling feeling chilly at home, I'm driving to Gordon's house, ringing his doorbell, and going, "Gordon, uh, you know, you should come over to my house. You'd have to wear my coat. What are you going to do about it?" Well, one thing's for sure: if it's cold, then uh, you probably wouldn't have a bulging disc. <clears throat> I can't believe you're defending that guy. I shouldn't be surprised, but <clears throat> I can't believe it. I thought it was artfully done. Good on you. Want to uh, <laughs> I'm remind you about our friends at RGS Exteriors. They will improve the curb appeal for your house with James Hardy Brick stuck, uh, Stone and Stucco Exteriors, along with Soffit fa- uh, Fascia and Rain Gutters. Check them out at rgsutahsiding.com. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. If you want to be cold, come to Section Q because it's colder up there than it was at any football game (laughs) this year. You know what, Gordon? I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start just going to random coaches' shows and complaining to the coaches about things that they have nothing to do with. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97. The parking lot lines aren't as bright as they used to I'm be. I'm telling you right now, that guy's been up there freezing in section Q for season after season. You know what? There's a real litter problem out here at the stadium, Coach. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> Coach Pope, there was a, a thin film on the cheese of my nachos. What are you going to do about that? Not enough of maple frosting on my cougar tail, Coach Satake. But see, there's no way to frame that question unless you ask the team about its pregame meal. (laughs) Coach, what's the proper amount of maple frosting on a cougar tail, huh? (laughs) Oh, man. Because if you don't like a lot of frosting, come to Section Q. That's where you go get a lot of frosting. Have you guys ever wondered that question about the temperature of buildings? Not one time in my entire life. You've never thought about that? If it's cold, I put on a jacket. If it's hot, I take it off. No, I'm not talking about for you. I'm talking about for the players on the floor. Well, yeah, I would think if you want to get a competitive advantage, like turn it into a a sauna, right? That's got to happen sometimes. Wasn't that what they used to say at the old Boston Garden? Red Arbach used to, you know, turn the air conditioning off for the opponent's locker room in the heat, in the hot days. Of See, I'd be Boston. fine if somebody asked a genuinely, genuinely curious question about the, the, is there any strategy to the temperature of the building? But, but this particular gentleman just wanted to complain about how cold his section was. Yeah, I, I don't know how you could defend again, that. Again, there were two parts to what he was asking. No, he there asked, wasn't. He asked a question pertinent to the team, and then he, asked, he got to the point. He wasn't asking about the team. <laughs> he was not asking a pertinent question about the team. He was asking a self-serving question. Well, Tim, Tim took it like it was asking about he the did. effect he, on the team. He gave a well-thought-out answer. And then we I found know. out, you know what? That question was about this guy being cold. I thought it was an interesting answer that he gave. So I got to give the guy who asked the question credit for that. You guys are so freaking critical. Us! 
so yes. freaking criti- critical coming from Gordon Monson. And all we're doing is teasing somebody who drove all the way to a coach's show to complain Through about the his- snow of January. <laughs> complain about his cold. This seats. was not June. This when was winter. Was was it? Well, wait, it's college basketball it, season, right? I know, but maybe whatever. It doesn't live above Cafe Sabor. <laughs> it was negative right. twenty. I'm sorry. I, if I were a player and I walked out on the court and it was freezing cold, that would bother me. I would not like that. This was not a player. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that was the beauty of the question. The way he got his answer, he got his he got his complaint in while asking a question that was pertinent to the team. Okay, all right. Are you related to Liddell? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> if, I wonder how was that Nick guy Saban, your nephew? How would Nick Saban have reacted to a question like that? I wonder. I don't know what you're fishing for here, there, Gordon. No, I mean he probably would go off uh, the handle on that. No. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I didn't know if there was like a Saban drop you were looking for or no, something. No, no, not at all. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, I, I'm just surprised. Well, see, that's what that segment is all about, though. The Daily Drops, we generated uh, we generated discussion. It was Gordon. great success in that segment. That though, is. Right, Gordon? <laughs> yeah, great success, in, indeed. Uh, so, all right. Well, stay tuned. At 530, we do that every day, our Daily Drops of the day. We'll have more Big Show coming up straight ahead right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thanks again for making us a part of your day. How are you liking this whole thing, Gordon, with shows and no commute to or from? That's That's got to be kind of nice, right? Like, oh, I, like I, I, you get done with the show and you just, you know, walk right across the hall to the bathroom. I mean, it's it's easy. Yeah, I, uh, I, I won't lie to you. There are some conveniences involved in it. But, you know, I mean, I like to drive and I like to drive into work. And I like to drive home from work, so it's it's uh, I do miss uh, some of the interaction that we generally have, but uh, we're all doing the best we can. Well, I, I when you and I were talking today earlier on the phone, I think you should uh, you should get the uh, the old uh, what are we going the Formula One car out of the garage and take it for a spin. You can social distance and go on a little you know cruise, right? That's all right. Yeah, maybe that's a good idea. I haven't done that. I have not done that, so maybe I should. That's okay to do, right? We're oh, yeah. all right to do that. Yeah, get out and, uh, and take a drive. In fact, um, Joe Ingalls was on with DJ and PK not this past week, but the week before, and he said while he was doing the quarantine thing, right, because they were they were uh, in such close contact with Rudy, that that's he that's the only way he was able to get a break for a minute was he went and took a drive or two. So mm-hmm. get out there and uh, keep it under 100 for us all, Gordon, but get out there and take a little cruise, huh? Oh, I, I would, I safety first always. Uh, but I, it, there's something therapeutic about putting in a, a good piece of music, and and unless you just want to listen to the purr of that engine, baby, then that's good too. Yeah, see, there you go. We all have to do what uh, what we can to 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 keep it uh, to keep it sane. How about that, Gordon? We all have to keep our sanity somehow. I think you should go take a drive. I, I have a car that I just can't get enough of the sound of the engine. I, I, I and I'm not saying that in any kind of way other than I just love the sound. Where's it the just, I have a nice car drop? Cue that. No, no, Cue no, that. no, 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 not at all. Oh, but man, 
I just, I just love the way that my Rolex uh, reflects the light. Of, <laughs> it's good to be know. rich. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, Gordon, you enjoy your uh, evening, my friend, and I'll catch up with you tomorrow on a Friday, which feels weird. Yeah, Jake, Austin, uh, best to you and best to all our listeners. We appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we hope that uh, everybody's doing just fine. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. It's good to have uh, a big stash of money. I have a nice car.